もっと Popcorn Yep, you're welcome to Popcorn, the life of mode 9 So yeah,、um, last episode I talked about, I stopped、uh, at a point where Kevin Luciano was talking to me. I think me, Elajo, a couple of other guys at the show. And he was like, I was with Mike Magic, who was my manager at that point in time. And I was like, yeah, you guys come see me, come see me. So the other、uh, Africa Pride, that was a, the other label that wanted to sign me. So. I was calling the guy on the phone. The guy was kind of slow with it. You know, he's like, ah,、oh, let's meet this one. Let's meet that.、Uh, okay, yeah, I'm not going to be in town. Kind of like giving me the runaround. But question mark, they, they seem to be more serious. I bought a call, you know, the shopping complex. I went there with Mike Magic. Boom, we were there. Sat down in the office. Kevin started telling us more stories. We were just gisting and everything. It was like the, the、uh, atmosphere was very calm, you know. It was very inviting, warm for an artist. And I saw the studio. He showed me the studio. He was like, This is the Pro Tools Mackie. This is that. This is that. This is my mic. Da 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 da. Newman, this. And Ke- Kevin knew the technical. He knew, he knew about equipment. He knew about studio gear. I didn't know nothing. All I knew how to do was make some weak beats with Fruity Loops. <laughs> I didn't know how to. LSO used to tell me, man, your drums are weak. But I used to use Fruity Loop drums, LSO. What do you expect? <laughs> I didn't really know much. I just, you know, playing around with it. So he showed me the studio and we talked some more. Then some of the artists started coming in. Like, I was very familiar with a couple of the guys. Like, Rothman, I knew Rothman from the days where. We used to meet at、uh, Rhythm FM. He had this song called He used to mix rap and raga at that time, but when he signed to Question Mark, he was just strictly a dancehall artist. They didn't let him rap. So he wasn't even a solo artist. He had another guy with him, Tolu T Bass. And T Bass、uh, was the singer. So they were a group called Street Monks. So yeah, they came in. They said, hey, Modo. I didn't know Tolu, but I knew Rough Man. So hey, Modo. Then we started talking. What's good, man? Rough Man, long time. Blah, 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 blah. Then he had this girl.、Uh, her brother was Benga's friend. So I think her brother introduced her to Benga. And her name was Nenna. I just saw the way they kind of like looked down on her a little bit. You know, she just came from the East. She was just. Fresh from the East. <laughs> I won't say fresh off the boat, man. I won't say that. But yeah, she was from the East. But yeah, she was cool. She could sing very well, though. But you know, when you come on the strength of your brother knowing someone,、uh, people, they're not going to really, eh, eh, or whatever. So it was her, then Silver Sadi. Now, Silver Sadi is a veteran. I met him through the KD, Kaduna Connection, LD. This guy is. Solid, he's a live performer, crazy guy, man. Very good performer, very dope RB singer, soul singer. He, he sings soul, he performs live. He used to perform with a band, so I was like, Yeah, Silver Sadi was official. Then they had one other girl called Gloria, they had a couple of people though, but those were the main artists. It was Roughman, Silver, and、um, Nenna. So I met them, we used to sit down, talk. Before I even signed to Question Mark, I used to just go there, hang with them, you know, and talk. And then Soso, Soso from uh, uh, this thing, Five Star Records, 
like he used to hang with them Casey Casey pressed them so so used to be our guy you know so so used to be with he used to hang with rough man all the time we'll leave the studio to go to really I was staying in Ijaniki my brother's place so they will be in really I will have to go further down to Coco Michael then Ijaniki so it was crazy man we were like it was like a brotherhood most of the time I, I wouldn't want to go home so I'll just go and crash at uh, the estate uh, Laka estate with them MGB and Elajo called the Thoroughbreds I used to hang with them a lot at this time I think Il Bliss had just traveled to London yeah, Iblis had traveled to London, so we were just here trying to just do our thing. So Kevin and uh, I think they were about to sign. They were about to sign a deal with Cobams. No, 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 it wasn't that time. But they were going to London for something else. Yeah, I remember they were going to London for something else. Meanwhile, while I was on my way in to question mark, Asha was on her way out. But I talked to Asha, I told her, I want you to be on my album. And she agreed. But she only gave me one condition. She was like, she doesn't want to record at Question Mark Studios. And I was like, no problem. But we never got around to doing that song because she got really busy. I think she traveled. She signed a deal with Naive Records, a French label. So it went, she went to France. I think it was a good move for her because she blew up. And she's a big artist in France right now. So enough respect to Asha. More greasy elbows, power to you. So yeah, um, I talked to Kevin some more and then I had these videos. I had a video of Elbow Room, I had a video of uh, Formidable. I think I had Elbow Room and Formidable. Now, I tried to give these videos to MTV. There was a guy called, he was working at MTV. I had tried. But if they, they weren't even handed. They were just rejecting videos left, right, center. So when we tried to give him the video for Elbow Room, we just heard the... Uh, that sounded like uh, Exhibit's paparazzi. But what he didn't understand was that Exhibit's paparazzi was sampled from classical music. But he said, ah, exhibit paparazzi. He was trying to be sharp and trying to be intelligent. I was like, no, not really. You know, but he stood his ground and he was like, he's not going to play the video. I didn't even say how that video was shot. Shout out to DJT. We're going to get, we're going to, we're going to talk about DJT. The impact of DJT on my career. Heavy. Shout out to DJT. So yeah, I had to go to Abuja. I took money from the label, question mark. I went to Abuja, went to G-Links and I said, G-Links, you gotta do a remix of this elbow room. So G-Links just sampled everything, chopped it up, bam, 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 bam. So we chopped it up and then I went back to Lagos and then we put, replaced that in the video. And then we gave MTV here in Nigeria and the guy was still, you know, and then Kevin just told me, don't worry, we're going to London. This is what, Kevin, I hadn't signed the question mark deal. Okay, wait, I hadn't signed the question mark deal yet. I hadn't signed. I'm getting the story all twisted up. <laughs> I hadn't signed the deal yet. So this is what happened. They brought, they put a, they put a contract in front of me and they had my DV tape. So like, we're going to England this night. If you sign this contract, we're going to take your videos and put them on MTV. And I was like, I looked at God. I was like, God, if you're going to get, if anything happens and I need to get out of this deal, I looked at the sky and said, God, you need to protect your son. And I signed it. 
Mike Magic wasn't even there. And I called Mike Magic. I said, yo, I signed the question mark. He said, hey, did you check the contract with a lawyer? And his ass, I didn't do none of that. I just signed it. I just remember KRS-One. We had a messed up deal, but we signed it. So I signed it. My first deal. No, not my first deal. I've signed the Payback Time Records deal. The Payback Time Records deal was very fair. You know, my first um, experience as, a, as an artist with a record deal. I felt that, man, these, these record deals are kind of harsh. But the Payback Time record deal was very fair. It was a fair deal. But what people say is the, 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 the more the deal favors the artist, the less favorable it is on a whole. Because the label, there's a guy that had an 80-20 deal with a, I'm not going to say his name. He had an 80-20 deal. I think Benga told us this. Benga's a lawyer. And the label just said, okay, go get yourself shows. Go do anything the guy just get. The label just sit down and get their 20%. They won't spend a dime on him. They let him do everything and they take their 20%. Now, if you sign a deal and the label stands to gain more like a 50-50 deal, then our deal was 25%, 75. The artist gets 75 and the label gets 25. And that's not a small amount. The label will always hustle for you to get things so they can get their money and they always bump the price up. So basically, I signed. They took my videos to um, to London and I think Elbow Room, we had to change. Yeah, we had to, we had to change the beat for MTV to play. But they played it and I was on MTV. I was like, wow. I was doing, because the question mark, I was on different platforms and Question Mark was a proper label at that time. They had power. They had that power. People respected Question Mark because we went all out. And because of that, I had people that turned their backs on me when I got to Lagos. All those people who turned their backs on me, they were now coming to me and saying, Hey, Mo, uh, I want this, this, that. Can you help me to do this? Tell Kevin this. Tell, tell Kevin that. I was just looking at all of them. I was like, wow. It's crazy how... When the chips are down and everything is like when you're just alone, you're alone in this world when things are down, man. So I did my bit, recorded, started recording my album for Question Marky, Pluribus Unum. I started recording it. And guess what? Obi Asika, I would have signed to Storm because Elajo, the night that Elajo was going to this uh, event that Storm organized, I was tired, so I slept. Now, if I had gone to that event, I know I would have signed the Storm Records because Obi Asika, Obi Asika is one person that, when I sat down, talked to Obi, Obi was like, man, right, like he was just a cool dude, man. He understood the music. He was just laid back. We'll go to his place, right? Me and Elijah, we'll go to, he has this man cave. We'll watch soccer can play video games but most of all I'll just go there and listen to music he had CDs that's where I saw Reggie Rockstone CD and I dubbed that CD I know I, I, I kind of like I ripped it on my laptop <laughs> shout out to Obi Asika and that's when um, uh, Ulisa Deboer jumps in he just comes in Ulisa Deboer just comes in he just comes in and he's like oh Bodan what's up Bodan like, yeah I'm cool I'm cool 
it was just a it was just a dope place to be man Obi will come we'll discuss soccer everything yeah football hip hop and Obi was a big Jay Z fan so yes I know that I would have signed to Storm but you know the way it works is crazy man I just sat out I sat out that show that event because I was tired and I went to go and see Question Mark and I signed to Question Mark that day so I came back I told the Elajul man I signed to Question Mark he was like oh okay I'm rolling with Storm I was like okay okay now both of us you know you guys be on Storm I'll be here with Question Mark Elajul was cool with Kevin and he was also cool with uh, with uh, the Storm dudes Obi Asika Tola Tola and uh uh, Lisa. So yeah, that's how we started doing our thing. So Obi came to the studio when I recorded Cry. Now Cry was a, a joint that me and Kobams, we sat down when I started my album. We're listening to Common's album B. And uh, listened, listened, listened. Kobams just said, you want something that feels like this? I was like, yeah. So he started playing the guitar. He started doing it. Don't you know? Don't you know? And I was like, nah, 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 nah. Don't do that. Just say something in Igbo. So he just did the Ewo Awalami. I like, yes, that's it. So he sampled that, he did that, put the drums and everything. Oh, the beat was oof. It was crazy. So I told him to put it on a CD. I, I, I didn't want to write there in the studio. I took it home and I wrote, came back, voiced it. We got Nena to do the hook. Shola recorded Nena doing the hook because Kobams wasn't around. The first hook, Kobams didn't like it. We got Nena to redo it. And when she redid it, it was magnifique. I think the day that we finished it, Obi Asika came to the studio. We opened the studio door, played it. Obi just said, this is a hit. This is a hit. So Kevin now kept like, Kevin, before I started recording my album, Question Mark, Kevin just told me one thing. He said, Mode, please give me an album I can sell. And he never disturbed any of my studio sessions. Dude just stayed away. He just let me create. And I really respect that because at that point in time, if he was like all over me, that would have messed me up. The only person I wasn't feeling among the directors, question mark was he came in later and he, he was Wally's friend. So I didn't like, I just didn't like him. I wasn't feeling him, man. So yep, we did Cry and Cry was gonna be a hit. Sent it to radio stations and then when we shot the video, things changed. The next uh, episode, I'm gonna talk about how we won three Channel O Music Video Awards. All right, I'll see you next week. Peace.